Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, greetings. It is indeed another rendition of Revolutionary Poverty, 
Obatala shakes rascals to have sacrifice. The owner of warnings is the one who is Eshu, Aboru, Aboye, Abushishe, Ashe. May our Ebo reach a room. May our Ebo be accepted. May our Ebo allow what we desire to come to pass. And so we say, Ashe. Divine all blessed greetings and salutations. One and all, you are now sitting live with the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elogun Oloye Hudu Oveya Bokur, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, universal, healing, and holistic from a Pan-African Hudu. World spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is indeed my constant prayer, my mantra, my affirmation, reverberation, my reiteration. And it is my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing. My teaching, my walk, my work along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. It is how I, the Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother Father Earth. And it is my personal place of power and inner standing the place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine all-blessed reality. And so it is. Ashe. Asheo. Ashe. Indeed, I am broadcasting live. I will be visible momentarily. (laughs) Today is indeed Monday December 13th, 2021, and I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you now live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum, universally from this working temple of the house of the divine prince. High potions, hoodoo central, in this historic, beautiful, enchanted, legendary, some would say most haunted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this hoodoo obey a life path and journey, passing down the great obia stick along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, and indeed minerals, the ceremonies, the rituals, the prayers, the rhythms, the lifestyle, and indeed our beloved Denise Augustine would say our sacred stories, our sacred stories. I please invite you to stop and like, follow, subscribe. I'm indeed grateful for you on all platforms that you might be utilizing and or visiting in this moment. I most certainly would appreciate you visiting my YouTube.com forward slash Voodoo Thai, V-O-O-D-O-O-T-Y-E. Of course, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen print. And you can, of course, click on, copy and paste the StreamYard link that changes with each new broadcast in order to pop that into your URL and join us here now and become a part of this live streaming broadcast. I always have to pause and stop and breathe at this point in my opening, understanding that the creation of sacred space is critical, indeed critical, to all that we do, who we are, what we would be in this present moment in time space. And indeed, if it were not for the great and mighty shoulders of those ancestors for which we now stand upon, have our very being, both physically DNA encoded, but also encoded in, in spirit, 
the mighty presence of ancestors. Indeed, we are all created by the great creator, but it is our ancestors that are our front line of defense, that first line of defense in all of our human efforts and and endeavors. Understanding that spiritual knowledge and power lie in its efficacy and its ability to produce and manifest powerful, reliable, tangible, lasting results. Here and now, in this most present moment in time space, it's all good to say it. It's all good to reverberate it. It's all good to memorize it. It's all good to copy and paste it and share it and reshare it. But indeed, true spiritual knowledge and power lies in its efficacy and its ability to produce and manifest results here and now in this most present moment in time space. It's one of the things that drew me deeper into voodoo at a very young age, the idea that I didn't necessarily have to wait for the great by and by or until after I had passed away to receive some great reward and then, and that, in fact, indeed, the creator, the mighty creator, have given us, gifted us power to create and recreate our reality right here and right now in this most present moment in time space. And to create and recreate the reality that mirrors our best interests, that mirrors our best interests. Some say, well, you know, what is that? What does that mean? I'm going through hell. I'm going through this challenge and that challenge. Indeed, many of us have reincarnated and recreated many lifetimes over to repeat lessons, to relearn lessons, to get clear, indeed, about lessons. Oh, it would be a blessing to pass through here and not have to come back here again, not have to experience human Uh, incarnation yet again. But the reality is many of us are still learning, are still growing, are still humbling ourselves to this great universal body that we all are a part of that we sometimes call God or the creator universe. I also want to acknowledge, you know, there might be a a bit more noise today in the background than usual. Anything you can imagine is going on. They're they're fixing one house on one side. They're painting another house on the other side. All of their equipment and their vans are right in front of my door. So my um, dogs might be barking a little bit more than usual today. (laughs) For those of you who understand the barking dogs, but I'm indeed grateful uh, after having survived. Uh, the filming of my podcast. I'm indeed grateful to be here with you again uh, on a more regular and consistent basis. And I'm truly honored and grateful for for my team, uh, my crew, my producers, um, and and their family and and crew, but most certainly for the historians and anthropologists and uh, storytellers and clients, you know, and initiates that showed up, showed out, and and are helping to make this what will be uh, one of the most revolutionary things that has probably ever aired um, on TV. In this quite, this genre, this format, you know, this market, I'm not in competition with, you know, the 10 o'clock news. I'm not in competition with, you know, some of our most, popularized uh, reality TV shows, of which I'm a fan of of many of them. But um, as always, true to who I am and true to the House of Divine Prince, um, we're staying in our lane. Um, I play the hand that I'm dealt. We just now have an opportunity to highlight the hand that I have been dealt and to bring that forward to a a national and to an international audience. Um, So I'm indeed grateful to the Horn Brothers and everyone um, who I just, you know, cannot list right now, name for name for name, but everyone who participated, who filmed with us, who worked crew with us, 
um, who helped to maintain us um, while we, you know, got this project uh, in the can. And so now it's time to indeed get back to business. I I know some of you are now headed for vacation and entertainment and holiday season, and this indeed is a a busy time for us. Uh, This is an extremely busy time for us. Uh, This is a time when people, well, well, let's start with some numbers. You know, according to, uh, I believe it's the medical uh, uh, statisticians, the ones who do the medical counts, um, suicide rates go up during this season. How, you know, holidays increase people's sense of anxiety, people's sense of depression, people's sense of isolation, uh, people's uh, sense of what, what they don't have or cannot afford, um, you know, to give or to participate in or even to provide um, for themselves. Many people are, are going through the struggle, you know, still in confronting the pandemic and all the changes that that has created in our lives and in our society and indeed in our economy. And there is good news at this, you know, most curious time of the year. They're suggesting that the unemployment rate is indeed dropping having a profound effect on our economy. I'm just curious about the timing right now (laughs) before the holidays, you know, when people are looking for every reason to be motivated to spend, 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 to buy, 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 uh, and to be, and indeed to sell, sell, sell. So I am here for you and yours. Uh, Greetings, um, Jane Williams. Thank you for joining us. And to my Blog Talk Radio listeners, thank you always for being so present and consistent. For my YouTube uh, participating, participating audience and viewing audience, I'm certainly grateful. Thank you all for, again, being here at a time now when many people have many distractions on their mind, uh, getting closer to Christmas and New Year and, indeed, the New Year. I have my own distractions. That being that this uh, production be a a widely successful uh, production and reach the maximum audience, um, not merely for entertainment, but for those of us among us who often sought for mentorship, looked for leadership, looked for companionship, looked for someone to sort of mirror and emulate and, and learn from in our journey. We indeed live in a new day in 2022 with, with new technology and a new opportunity to expand our reach and our awareness and indeed our creativity. There are many among this particular listening audience who are indeed creative uh, beyond even their own awareness and imagination who are using their tools, their devices, their technology to further develop not only their creativity, but the reach and the shelf life of that creativity. This medium now provides that these blog blog posts, that these podcasts, that these broadcasts uh, will out-survive many of us in terms of our lifetimes, most certainly network television, um, will out-survive many of us and, and our lifespans uh, in archive and, and indeed in, in repeat showings to generations uh, that aren't even born yet or aware yet. So we live in a very unique opportunity right now to live in our truths, to redefine our truths, to recreate our truths, and to then be an example to those who follow how to move forward beyond the illusion of the block, the illusion of the issue, and indeed the complication. How much longer do we struggle through? How much longer do we pray, you know, for for a change? Do we pray for a miracle? How much longer do we uh, ignore the opportunity to be God and to be goddess in the way that is encoded, divinely innate and inherently encoded within our DNA. 
I don't believe this is a new age concept. This is not a new concept. This is not a, you know, an aboriginal concept. I think this is a cosmic universal truth in reality that humanity, much of humanity, is still slowly catching up to the idea that indeed we are the children of, the descendants of, the creator itself. And our great prophets and leaders have shared this, have expressed this with us in their own languages, in their own words, you know, from the vows of their own universe, the idea that greater works that I do, ye shall also do as well. The power that exists in me exists indeed in you as well. So we live in a very unique opportunity today of knowledge, of awareness. We've had, what, 25 years of of the information superhighway um, and, and, you know, now digital technology and and greater forms of of storing information into the cloud and, and greater memory banks you know, with T letters behind them in our computers and in our devices now, many things that didn't exist when I was in junior high, when I was in high school. So the idea of looking for, seeking uh, encouragement, seeking motivation, uh, seeking partnership and, and uh, peer uh, connectedness has changed, has evolved over the of the decade since I graduated out of high school. And we have a unique opportunity, all of us that are alive right now, no matter what your age or age group, have a unique opportunity right now to leave a footprint that will survive many generations. So be true to your footprint. Be indeed true to to who you are and why you're here and what that message is. Never give up is, is, is an idea, not just for, you know, content or, or for another podcast, uh, but it's something that I've had to live and test and relive um, almost since, since birth, um, the attempts on my life and my reality and, and my coming forward um, began long before I was born. Um, my father, who, you know, lived a really uh, negative life, you know, for, for much of his reality, um, was caught up in a robbery at some point in his teens, um, shot a cop, the cop, sh- the cop shot him, you know, five times. He almost died, you know, but I have the scarring of, one of the bullet wounds in my chest. I have a little dip in my chest, um, you know, and I've never been shot, shot at, been around shooting, um, none of the above. And so I know for some of you, uh, particularly when you get in your dark place, it's really hard for you to understand um, that we are predetermined, predestined, um, we don't just show up randomly because two adults decide, you know, they're going to have sex and, and, and a child is sort of produced from that. Uh, the the illusion of an issue, a block, a complication might present that. But, indeed, there isn't a soul, a spirit that survives and makes it into this world that is without purpose that is without a call, that is not without some change, some modification, that just your very footprint, your your very breath, your very thought, your very creative energy is meant to impart upon our collective reality. The idea of isolation is an illusion. The idea of separation is an illusion. The idea that one religion dominates another religion is is superior to another culture is, is, you know, um, 
dominating over all world cultures. It's all an illusion. And it's one in which we collectively agree to participate in or not to participate in. At some point, we have collectively agreed to accept certain ills and certain um, vices in, in our lives and in our world because of the illusion of the idea that we are helpless or without hope or without a solution or unable to create a, a solution. And the greatest of those lies is the one that suggests that one person is not enough to make a change. That indeed is one of the biggest lies and illusions that I personally have had to overcome and continue to overcome uh, throughout the course of my half a century or more of life here in this plastic reality that we all coexist in. The idea that one person can make a change, that one person can change the paradigm, can change the dynamic of things. Even in disease and illness, one person can introduce a disease, an illness, a sickness into a community that then becomes everyone's problem. And so, too, one person can create a solution, can be the blessing. Greetings, Neophyte Bokor. Come on in, um, love. 77, welcome, beloved. Greetings, Arisha. Thank you and yours for being present with us. We certainly do appreciate you. So don't accept, ever accept that you are not enough, that one is not enough to make a change or make a difference. First in your own reality, and then in that of the world, this collective reality, this collective universe in which we all reside in, in which we all share in. I've said in previous broadcasts, my plastic cup affects your reality. My cigarette butt affects your reality. My, my oil and gas pollution affects your reality. And I don't care where in the globe you exist. We all share the same air. We all share the same water. We all share the same soil. The illusion of distance gives us a sense of safety, gives us a sense of a false sense of, of protection from the repercussions of our own actions, the repercussions, the karmic repercussions of our own actions, whether they be naturally or spiritually or energetically, we can project energy into the world upon people, upon perfect strangers, without any real awareness, any real knowledge of the after effect that is felt, that is received, and that is carried. Because, see, some of y'all's shade and, and wickedness just bounces off some people, but you don't know that. You assume that all all people feel pain, all humans hurt, all, all humans have you know have a sense of ego, and, and there's a relative truth to that. But then there's specialties, <laughs> people who have modified emotions based on their experience, people who have modified emotions based on their mental health. Um, I, I have welcomed the conversation about Asperger's syndrome. Uh, and and um, other forms of, of mental health that are little discussed in our community and what wiring effects that that has on what I'm able to feel and perceive. Some things don't penetrate with me the way they penetrate with you. Four, one, six, three, one, two. Now, why this is ringing? Cover off. I don't know, but let's turn that off. And so that works both ways. There are people who, you know, you have no idea how hurt, how damaged they are by your comment, your 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 statement, your demonstration in the workplace or, or in the social setting or, or wherever the incident uh, may have occurred. 
And then there are those who are indeed motivated by, encouraged by. Um, I, I should be, according to this applied to uh, a statistic, at many levels, more than just one <laughs> statistic, uh, being a black, gay, male, runaway in America in the early 80s, uh, the AIDS epidemic, the crack epidemic, uh, just, you know, the, the, the things that I have outlived and survived and surpassed that should be a statistical number that is often pre-marked on many of our heads before we come into the world. Prisons are an investment, a long-term investment. They are anticipating a certain number of bodies to fill those seats before the concrete is poured into the ground. So there are certain predetermined factors that exist in our universe that indeed determine our God-like capability, our abilities to, to arise and rise up to the occasion as it has presented itself. Our planet past arose and arisen and survived uh, many otherwise cataclysmic uh, disastrous events just so that we can have the balance of nature that exists in the world so that we can indeed survive and continue to survive to be godlike in consciousness. There are those who are seeking to be godlike in body, unsure of what that is, really, unsure of what that looks like. Even. But indeed, in being God-like in spirit, we then can master all things. We then can be who and what we need and desire to be at any given moment in time space. I'm indeed grateful for my family, uh, Arisha and, and her husband, Chef Uji, and, and my godchildren who, who continue to show up and, and, and do the work who continue to hold me up uh, when I question, um, should I be doing this? Should, should, should I move on to something else? Should I just, you know, put down ministry and, and just do performance, you know? And there's always someone who reminds me of the value of us really reclaiming that, which has always been us, reclaiming. ATR, and, and raising it up to its rightful place, um, not necessarily equal to the dominating world religions, maybe even better than. We would pray that things will continue to improve if we look at, at religion in the world from the world's infancy and, and, and to where and who and what we are today. We would seek to improve. We would seek to evolve. We would seek to get better. We would seek to ascend to the highest height. And when you stop seeking, when you become disconnected from the ability to seek, there's, there's a problem in the programming, beloved. There's a problem in the wiring. And that's why depression, uh, uh, un handled, unchecked mental health is a real problem because it's very easy for our godlike mind to accept the illusion of an issue of block or complication to be reality. And indeed, we can convince ourselves of any reality that we indeed choose. How many of y'all have ever seen a happy crackhead? <laughs> now, Almost everybody in this room has seen a happy crackhead, but I don't know what's happy about being a crackhead. But in the state of their reality, all is happy and all is good in the, in the midst of their reality. And so there are indeed those who are happy. We, we've demonized happiness over, over the generations. Oh, nobody can be that happy all the time. Oh, nobody come to work smiling every day. Yeah, they, they do. They do. And some of us, uh, as they say in, in some of those closed rooms uh, that end in the letter A, 
Um, some of us have to fake it until until we can make it. Some of us smile, and all is a blessing until we can authentically step into the smile and all is a blessing. We indeed, as gods and master magicians, have the opportunity and the choice to choose our reality. Now, now, now oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a realist. I, I keep it real. Okay, keeping it real doesn't necessarily mean keeping it negative. Keeping it real doesn't necessarily mean accepting, embracing the negative as the only uh, response to outward stimuli, to, to outward weather. Sometimes it's weather. Sometimes it's, it's stimuli and, and trigger. You know, we all experience rain. We all experience storms, but we don't all experience the 100-year tornado. And my heart goes out, you know, to Kentucky and, and several states and cities and towns and families and townships and communities uh, that have dealt with the threat of what we deal with, you know, all the time in this region. You know, the Carolina coast, the, the Gulf coast, you know, the East Coast, we, we deal with storms all the time, you know, but there's that 100-year storm that comes through, you know, that supersedes even our best planning, even, you know, because we would like to think that our, our housing is planned for such an event. Our buildings are planned for such an event. Certainly we would think a candle factory would have been planned for such a major weather event. And then we survive, and we get up and survive. And someone out there is listening to me now. Say, oh, but I lost someone. But they got up, and they survived. Just no longer in this dimensional reality. Just no longer in this physical time space. But indeed, your loved one got up and survived, got up and moved on into the next reality. Another great lie of getting up is that all things have sort of this linear ending and beginning to it. A lesson that I I was taught directly from the spirit, you know, elementary school, um, but there's a thin line between your imagination and, and your creative mind and the spirit mind. And so once you have been programmed, trained, taught, to shut off your imagination, you know, once you allow hurt and disappointment to cause you to shut down your imagination, you're also shutting down your ability to see and perceive a new day, to create and recreate a new reality. One of the blessings of the rain is you know what sun looks like and you know it's coming. You know at some point it's going to stop and the sun will come out again. Once you lose your ability to feel that, to think that, to sense that, to know that, to own that, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. And that's what makes depression so deadly because your mind, that crystal, can recreate any reality that you perceive, any reality. I remember in my youth, as ignorant as I was, I, I, I used to will to die. Until I learned and was better educated that you can will to die legitimately, biologically, seriously. And so people grieve themselves to death. People bereave themselves to death, lose a loved one, and, and shortly thereafter. Now look at people who've been together 30 years, 40 years. You know, one senior passes, the wife passed, the husband lives six months. The husband passed, the wife lived six months. It's not always the case, but it happens with great frequency. And so we can indeed will ourselves to live just as easily as we can will ourselves to die. And and the worst part about willing yourself to die is that it's not spontaneous. It, it, It can be a, you know, decade after decade of just 
you settling into accepting a reality that no longer mirrors your interests. I watched a movie the other day, and somebody used the phrase, oh, he was, she was dead long before, you know, her body was put in the ground. We say that sometimes about addicts. We say that sometimes about people, you know, who committed heinous crimes with 200 years, you know, just to spend in, in prison. You know, we, we say that about people, places, and things that we no longer want to think about or identify with or feel connectedness to. So learning to survive, uh, learning to dream, learning to live for another day, learning to create and recreate, <coughs> excuse me, the reality of a new day. First in this crystal, with the help of these crystals, <laughs> you know, it's really critical to almost any creative endeavor that we can pursue. Often the composer sees the music, feels the music, vibrates in the music before it is actively created. The book author has to see their characters and form their characters and sort of walk through a story with them, you know. And indeed, initiation is in many ways a similar process of writing a story and creating a story from a predetermined set of materials and then having an elder or godparent to walk you through that process, to talk you through that process, to paint a picture, an image that you can see and envision that you believe so much that you then begin to pick up that brush and finish that portrait for yourself. That, that is the green dream that is ultimately um, the goal. But learning to do that uh, for yourself, to be self-motivating, to be self-empowering, uh, when no one agrees, when no one is patting you on the back, when, when no one is saying, yeah, go ahead and do that, move that forward, uh, n- no greater skill than that. No greater skill than that. Because, indeed, you will find yourself as you gain successes in the illusion of isolation, there will be those who will not even want to visibly show you that support. This all the support might be there, but they don't want you to know it. (laughs) And so you begin to believe the illusion that there is no support, that no one is saying what I do. No one is, what I do. No one is back in, you know, and you, and then you say that over and over and over and over and over again, and then it becomes a reality that, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy that you created, that you set out with your own mouth, with your own energy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I don't care the age, beloved, I don't, you know, you look like you might be a little bit younger than me, so your mom might be in my group. I'm, I don't care the age. My mother's 78 years old, still doing new things, still meeting new challenges, you know. Thank you, Tomcat. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm aware it's a lot of craziness going on in and around the Greenway. Um, we, we'll cover that local news in, in, in just a moment. But knowing how, to, and I appreciate you, by the way, Tomcat. Thank you so much. Um, just never, never give, enough, give up is, you know, it's not just a philosophy. It's not just some spoken word thing, some positive thinking thing. Those, all those tools go into it. Uh, but it, it's an active thing that many of you are doing every day. You're just doing it for the wrong reasons. Some of you are never giving up to go and punch that clock so you can pay those bills as much as you hate that job, but you can't even envision yourself doing that for yourself in your own business, in your own career, along your own journey. Um, Greetings, um, beloved. I got you. Your mic is open, and you are now on screen. Rollins, come on in. 
Can you hear me? Because I can hear you. Okay, that's weird. Okay, Neophyte Bokur, I don't know what that was about. Okay, he's making some adjustments. He will return shortly. So, yes, uh, Tomcat, thank you. Um, greetings, um, Hafaz Harris. Greetings, beloved. A um, lot going on in New Orleans at the local level. Um, you know, we've finally gotten past the election season, this election season. I'm, I'm grateful for that. That does not mean that we're beyond the politics, but we're certainly beyond uh, the elections and folks running for election. And uh, I'm grateful for everybody who participated, who voted, uh, who, you know, helped to determine some new city council seats and helped to end some other uh, city council seats. Most certainly we 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 told you, we, we warned you, stand with us now. We won't stand with you on election day. And so that um, showed up. I'm certainly grateful to SOS and and my community who supported us in our battle with uh, any notion of moving City Hall into uh, Congo Square and to sort of uh, uh, show my gratitude um, for that. I've, I've made, you know, my community, my city, my culture, our traditions, you know, central character uh, to my up-and-coming um, TV show. So I'm grateful for everyone who stood with us and around us and held us up and and uh, and pushed us forward. Uh, Tomcat, I, I believe, is referencing uh, the Lafitte Greenway here locally in town, a huge uh, swath of land. Greetings, uh, the Goddess Initiative, that was um, reclaimed by uh, eminent domain, I believe, by the city after Hurricane Katrina, used used to be a huge um, project complex there. Um, More than one, as a matter of fact, uh, Iberville, um, Lafitte. uh, And so now it's a huge greenway, open space, um, outdoor gym equipment, not just your typical, you know, elementary school rougher room you know, equipment, but, you know, uh, weights and, and pulley systems, you know, that use air and, and hydraulics, you know, as opposed to free weights and um, other equipment that you would find at the gym. But this is outdoor, weather-resistant, uh, you know, open to, to anyone who might otherwise uh, need and want access. Um, but there's been just a spike of crime and, and robberies and jacking uh, in that general location. We had sporadic incidents of, of crime along the Greenway um, prior to the pandemic. Uh, but I believe, Tomcat, that the pandemic has also increased crimes of opportunity um, all over the country, not not just in that neighborhood, not just in New Orleans, not just in the South, um, but all over the country. Um, as people, some people reach a, a point of desperation um, with the changes that have come along with the pandemic. Uh, those who were, who were prepared, those who planned ahead, those of you with great jobs, great careers, great degrees, great opportunities, you survived. You know, you had a law and you picked up and, and carried on. But there are many others, particularly in the service industry, who became displaced, who are continuing to be displaced, um, some of which who either cannot go back to, you know, their jobs, some who don't want to go back uh, to those jobs just out of the level of danger and fear now, you know, associated with doing the, that type of job, you know, in a pandemic. And then when you consider who wants to follow the rules, who doesn't want to follow the rules, who's unclear what the rules are, um, all of those factors go into everyone's behavior right now as it relates to the pandemic itself. 
how we handle the pandemic, but then how do we get on with the business of life again? I said in the last episode, many of you are looking for things to sort of return back to normal. Well, first of all, what's normal and what is there for us to return back to? There is no returning back to. This is the new reality, and, and, and that new reality continues to change every, every day, every moment of every day. But this is a new reality. There aren't any going back to. It's, it's like the newborn babe that's born 12, 13, 2021 20, at 12, 49. There's no going back to that. That new babe knows nothing of, of 12, 45, knows nothing of 12, 12, 21 or 20 or, or 18 or 15 for that matter. So there is no going back to. We are indeed in a new time, a new day, a new dispensation, a, a new way of, of, of approaching life and approaching that reality. The positive for me as a spiritualist is there are certain spiritual laws of the universe that don't change, that won't change no matter what happens in our plastic reality, no matter what happens within the dynamics of our uh, technology. In fact, we are only getting better adapt to some ancient uh, ways of healing and addressing consciousness and, and, and spirit um, as we continue to, to move forward in 2022 and into, into the future. Just don't, in all of your shopping and entertaining and and feel good moments. Don't, you know, people buy what they want and they beg for what they need. I say that all the time. People buy what they want and they beg for what they need. Some of y'all are already broke. Some of y'all are going deeper into the brokenness, um, moving into the holidays for want of gold, silver, diamonds, fashions, cars, food, drink, you know, often things that will lose value the minute you walk outside the showroom with it. But don't neglect your spirit. Don't neglect your initiations. Don't, don't neglect your ancestral work and divination. Don't neglect the very thing that feeds and fuels our ability to be prosperous and fruitful and multiply in, in this reality. And again, we have a unique and rare opportunity with the technology that's now available to us to expand our reach across waters, across great lands, across great states and great cities and great expansions of, of geographic distance to maintain a reality that now mirrors a reality that we seek to walk and talk and live and, and exist in. I'm always grateful for everyone's love and support and participation. Thank you so much for showing up in the live chat, both here um, as well as um, in the Blog Talk Radio platform. I'm certainly grateful for you. I'm also thankful for the Blog Talk Radio phone lines, which are always busy. I just invite that you not only dial 845-277-9143, but that you also press the number one on your telephone keypad. And I will most certainly be glad to bring you into the conversation. 2022 is going to be busy, y'all. It's going to be a busy one for me. Uh, and as I begin to do bigger and more uh, lasting projects, my need and desire for people's assistance in that regard will only um, continue to increase. So I am indeed grateful for those of you who are doing the work, who are legitimately initiating, who are legitimately getting your ancestral work and divination done. Um, and I'm grateful for those that I had the opportunity to meet and share with um, in the last um, two weeks during the filming of the reality show. I'm not going to call out any names if they're not in the chat. 
Yeah, none of those people are in the chat, so I won't say who they were. But just know, just know, just know that I'm grateful for you and yours. Well, it's been a very blessed hour. Um, I have quite the schedule. Neophyte Bokor, I'm sure, had a lot he wanted to say. He's having some problems with his technology, y'all, so uh, his headphones may have just given out on on him. So we look forward to um, hearing what Neophyte Bokor has to say um, next time when we meet here at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time on many platforms, but particularly here on YouTube.com forward slash Voodoo Thai, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince and StreamYard. Until next time, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. All is a blessing. Ashe, Asheo, Ashe. Yeah, I will be back more frequently, more regularly, just not for as long. I'm just not going to be able to do a TV show and do a two-hour podcast every day. So I'll be back more frequently, just not as long. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. I appreciate you. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Congo Square. The Omus Indians. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, the almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers came, our host, the Omus Indians. They pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Le Place de Congo, we Somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly, we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is, hail, 
Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world harrowed by the beat. Be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart beat at this place. At this place. Be heart beat. Be we beating place in new world space. Beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk. Our music, the God talk. First thing we do, let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end. Connected together and singing, ringing, Singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be banza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, Deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day. A feel. A feel. Without shade, but dark. Dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades. Eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us. To remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now. And still, this sacred ground calls us. To remember, to beat.
Remember. Remember. 